Hello and welcome to the RadioTimes.com Doctor Who podcast. My name's Hugh. My name's Morgan. And I'm cranking up today, I'm cranking up the rumour mill. Uh, here it goes again. I think I've done this bit before, um, a few times. But yeah, maybe I should do sound effects. We should have like be like a stock jock radio show and have like little <laughs> little sound effects and stuff. But we're cranking up the rumour mill because um, there are new rumours uh, which are technically still the same old rumours, but with very, very minor details changed. Uh, that Because we're a Doctor Who podcast that does stuff weekly, we're going to talk about in some detail. Um, so yeah, just to wit, basically, um, there's been a lot of kind of stuff flying around the internet recently. Um, the Doctor Who 2022 annual, which confusingly comes out in 2021, um, announced its cover and fans were quick to notice that Jodie Whittaker wasn't on the cover which is a first um although she's in the annual itself quite a lot uh she's not on the cover that's a first for Doctor Who and people were like oh does this mean those previous rumors of Jodie leaving are true you know ooh, are they already preparing for the non-Jodie Doctor Who era and then uh the mirror uh wrote a story which was kind of following up on one they'd done before saying connecting those those dots but also adding um some quite interesting details it, it, it's a it's an interesting story because it's sort of almost like they talk about the sort of um, Doctor Who, you know, cover as a, and, and then sort of like, and anyway, here's some unrelated stuff. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, here's the thing people are saying. Anyway, also, uh, you know, we told you Jodie Whittaker was leaving at the end of the next series. Well, now it's probably a bit later after a couple of specials. Um, it's basically the new detail. I, I think basically when you actually pass it down, the new detail on top of what rooms there were already is that Jodie might be, if she is leaving, She's not going to leave like this series as in this year and it might be like in a special next year. Right. That's I think that's basically. The yeah. So so the, the mirror had previously claimed because they were the ones who who broke the story, if indeed it is a story that Jodie would be uh, would be leaving. Uh, but now the new details, you say, sort of sort of hooked on this whole uh, scandal of her not being on the cover of the Doctor Who annual, um, but sort of not, is that. Yeah, now she'll she'll depart in a special uh, next year, 2022, and that in fact there will be there will be two specials. And the story, the mirror story says she'll appear in eight episodes, and it's not a hundred percent clear from the story if that means eight plus two specials, so ten total, or if the eight includes the two specials. Um, but you know, assume the latter. That's kind of what I took from it, but I could be wrong. Well, you know, we're Doctor Who fans. We're going to be pessimistic about these things, right? So let's let's assume let's assume that um, yeah, it's 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 six and two. Um, yeah, so you'd get a a series of six uh, in in late twenty twenty one. You'd then, according to this mirror story, you'd then get another special, Jodie's final episode in twenty twenty two, and then there'd be one more special to fit in uh, between the series and 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 her departure, which. If we, I mean, we know for a fact that the next series of Doctor Who is going to air this year. Yes. Um, so, 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 so later in 2021, if there's a special in 2022, her final special, and there's one more special to fit in between that, I'm not just doing this Doctor Who thing, Doctor Who fan thing of saying, oh, bring back the Christmas special, but it does, it does feel like where else are you gonna, where else are you gonna put, a, put a special between a series which we know is coming later this year and another special in early 2022. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's something that I've thought about because it basically sounds like the way it's going to go is, um, you know, not this obviously, yeah, they're doing a reduced run of episodes because uh, of COVID. Um, they, Doctor Who is, has a very, very long production process and they've actually been making it 
in and out of waves of pandemic, essentially. <laughs> when they started, we were fully locked down. And now by the time they finish, you know, we might be unlocked. Like, it's kind of crazy. We might be. We, we might be. We might we'll not see. Maybe, maybe they could have, by the time they could actually stop filming, we'll be back in. I mean, hopefully not. Um, but yeah, so it sounds to me like there's going to be like six main episodes, which is basically, and I'm not doing this to be like overly positive. I'd prefer to have more episodes. It's basically kind of like, an average BBC drama, right? Exactly. <laughs> this is the, this is it. Is that I think you know Doctor Who fans again we're pessimists. We hear we hear six episodes um, and totally ignore the fact that six episodes is a perfectly reasonable standard run for most most British drama series, it, which it is. You know we go, what happened to our ten? What happened to our twelve? What happened to our thirteen? Um, but actually, yes, six episodes. If it is indeed to be six episodes, is a perfectly reasonable run. Uh, for, for a BBC drama. Yeah, and the rumour is at the moment that it's going to be airing in autumn or late autumn. And I was thinking based mm. on, you know, Jodie's first series uh, started in October. That was obviously 10 episodes, but that ran quite close to uh, Christmas. That finished in um, December, I think, actually. I think the, the very last episode ran score out of Kolos, only true, yep. I remember, uh, with <laughs> uh, early December. And um, then obviously we only had about a month until the New Year's special uh, resolution. Mm. So it was kind of, and that was kind of almost more like the series finale because they had a kind of like uh, tapping off thing. So I, I do wonder about that. I, I think there was in Peter Capaldi's, uh, not his last series, but I think one of his, like his second to last series, that was also quite a late series, which was quite close to Christmas. So yeah, I could see it happening that like, say, you know, there's rumors there's a Halloween episode, right? So that puts it at a certain like distance into like, you know, that it, at, at least like halfway through, you'd think must be around the end of October if they want to aim for mm. like Halloween. I mean, this is a lot of projection. Um, so it could be that like they have those six episodes running through autumn, a little bit of a break, maybe like a month or you know month and a half, and then they could do the David Tennant double, as we often call it, right now, uh, which is you know Christmas special followed by New Year regeneration. And to be honest, the fact that that is something David Tennant specifically has done did make me think you know what, they could do that because they have kind of consciously or unconsciously been kind of riffing on the David Tennant era recently. I mean, they did the whole what, what thing a couple of times uh, with Jodie. And I think that definitely the kind of style that this era of Doctor Who was trying to evoke was that kind of era, right? With the kind of young, quite like, you know, energetic Doctor and the kind of quite family-friendly storytelling, I guess. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, I, I, I thought the same thing. I, I thought, oh, okay, does this mean uh, a Christmas special? And then you get that kind of one-two punch of, uh, that's probably a nicer way of putting that, but um, you know what I mean, of, of, of a Christmas and then a New Year's special. Um, it feels very end of time. Um, and, and as you say, yeah, the 10th Doctor feels like uh, 13's closest parallel. Um, so, so that would seem to make sense. Definitely, like, it's definitely something that, like, I think they could do. I mean, again, this is just, like, pure uncut speculation. It doesn't actually, like, come from anything. But, um, yeah, and then, you know, that possibility could explain why there's this, you know, rumour that there's a special in 2022. It would do that thing that um, I'd say modern Doctor Who is fond of, of, like, artificially stretching the eras of a Doctor so they can be like, oh, he was the Doctor for X long. Like, they, they did that for David Tennant where they were like, oh, yeah, you know, five years so then he's you know been doing it longer than peter davison or whatever and it's like is it five years <laughs> like because it's from like i mean technically from july 2005 but you know he was properly doing it from christmas 2005 till literally new year's day 2010 mm. 
So it's like, it's not, it's not quite five years, like four and a half years. And then, you know, it's the same thing like with Matt Smith, I think has the opposite thing where he's there from literally like the very first day of 2010 to the very last day of 2013, more or less. And then that's somehow, you know, oh, it's three years, but actually it's like pretty much the same amount of time. Like there's maybe like a couple of months in it. Yeah, well, on a sort of related note, um, something else that I think we both thought of when we saw, you know, these rumours of a 2022 special is 2022 is uh, marks the BBC's centenary, right? A hundred yeah. years of the BBC. Um, so it would make sense to have, uh, yeah, have, have Doctor Who, one of the you know, crown jewels of the BBC, have it on air in their in their centenary year. Um, and you know, much as it might not be what we're hoping for having a one-off special on, for example, January the 1st, uh, 2022, and then no Doctor Who for the rest of the year, it would technically fit the bill of having having the show on um, in that year. And you know, related to what you were talking about, it does feel a bit like in um, when there was one episode of Doctor Who in 2016, the return of Doctor Mysterio, and the show hadn't been on the air for like a whole year prior to that since Husbands of River Song. Um, and it, it was this thing of, well, technically Doctor Who has been on the air this year i mean it was only one episode but it has well, it has been on that the, was the this same year. in um 2019 right yeah and you know i'm not i'm not doing down the amount of hard work that it takes to make even even one episode yeah there's a lot of hard work that goes into that but I, th I think we'd all be hoping for more right next next year um no matter who the doctor is or or, or what form it takes well, it, feels, um, it feels like an odd move if if jody is leaving to kind of have like a series and then you know like and maybe a special and then like if it was a longer gap you know like if it was the case of like um i'm not saying that this is the case but you know i think one of the um you know rumors did suggest that the special in 2022 that again is rumored um could be later on in the year and i feel that that kind of almost doesn't ring true to me because it seems odd to me to be like here's jody's sort of last series and then here's like a little special and now we're going to wait eight months like and then oh and now she's gone. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like it feels like you kind yeah. of lose the momentum and she's sort of like a lame, a lame doctor, I guess. You know, like <laughs> she's like you've got the war doctor, there is the lame doctor. Like as in she's sort of there to like like it wasn't quite like this for Peter Capaldi, but you know, we knew Peter Capaldi was leaving like a year and a bit before he mm. left. Um and but then he had a full series to kind of go through this whole thing. Whereas if you kind of like had Jody's last series and then it was kind of pretty clear that she was gonna leave. The, you know it was set up in some way and then you wait eight months and then she just leaves i don't know it just feels a bit like yeah off. no I, it's interesting I, I i think i i can't imagine that any 2022 special would air later in the year i think as you say you'd want it early in the year to, to kind of capitalize on the hype you know running off the back of the series and whatever this first special is um but you know i mean i mean we could see a hiatus then after the 2022 special we might not see any more episodes but i think the kind of the other factor in here is is chris chibnall mm. um and so the, the part of me that thinks because again one episode um if we're talking about the bbc's centenary year one episode on january the 1st 2022 or thereabouts would again tick that box doctor who would have been on the air um in in the bbc's 100th year but the there's been sort of no indication no no rumor unlike jody of chris chibnall leaving in fact i'm pretty sure the original again the original mirror story not the most recent one but the original one um that that, that, that published the rumors of jody leaving i think it actually stated outright that that 
Chris Chibnall was was expected to stay. Mm. Um, and if that's true, I can't imagine him, you know, wanting to be uh, the showrunner of a dormant show, you know, the captain yeah. of an empty ship. I, you know, he wouldn't want to be tied to that. I say this like I know, like he's my best friend, but like, you know, I can't imagine any any creative, any writer, any showrunner would want to be tied to a show that's on hiatus. Either you want to be actively working on something or you want to move on to pastures new. I can't imagine if e either sort of, uh, Jody's last special being pushed to late 2022 unless I guess they they film it way in advance mm. and then just air it much later but if if Chris isn't leaving um and Jody is if she leaves in early 2022 I can't see them then putting the show on hiatus for for a lengthy spell because he'd surely want to be kind of actively working on it yeah also it just seems like a lot it feels like you kind of need you kind of need to have the next thing set up already, don't you, with Doctor Who? Mm. You kind of can't be like, oh yeah, we'll come back to it in a minute because then you just won't. You know what I mean? Like it would just sort of like drift away almost. And yeah, no, I agree with you. I, I couldn't see him going for that. Um, the flip side to that though, is that I do wonder about like with the centenary, like, I guess it depends on how important like the year of it is because the centenary itself is on, um, I've looked it up. Uh, it's in October, 2022, which is obviously quite a bit later. So it's almost like, you know, would you not, you know, want to run something a bit more around then? And then you sort of think, mm. you know, fans have been talking for ages about the 60th anniversary, right? And they're saying mm. Jodie can't leave before the 60th. And, you know, that's, I've, I've said that in pieces too, and I kind of get that. But then I was thinking about it and I was like, you know what, if she's thinking of leaving in 2022 to 2023, oh, maybe that's not that long. But then you actually think about it and it's like, yeah, but if we're talking, you know, 1st of January, 2022 till 23rd mm. of November, 2023. That's like two years. Like, yeah. it's, it does, it's a bigger gap than it seems to us now. Like you could have had like a full series or two series, you know, in the olden times um, of Doctor Who by that point, you could have a fully established new Doctor. And so then, but I am kind of thinking, you know, what could they do? Is 60th an important anniversary? Like it, fans mm. have slashed onto it because it's this number, but you know, 50th means something, you know, 10th to be honest means something. 60th it's kind of like you could do something but it's not necessarily going to be like oh let's devote loads of money and loads of extra programming to like this date no. like it might be more like let's get all the doctors to do a video saying hi happy yeah. 60th birthday doctor who you know whereas the bbc centenary is such a huge thing it's 100 years um of the bbc and say they want to kind of do a like let's look at our greatest hits let's you know get back um, you know, maybe, maybe some modern stuff like Line of Duty, you know, oh, we'll look at the original House of Cards. Don't know why I went for that. I'm just, you know, thinking of, old, thinking of older stuff. You know, David Attenborough documentaries of the past. We're mm. going to be looking at old stuff. Let's pay tribute to that. Maybe they get David Attenborough to do a new documentary where he looks back at his, like, first one, something like that. Maybe they're like, let's do a Doctor Who special, which is a multi-Doctor special, where they have, like, doctors from throughout the BBC's, you know, history, mm. get some older doctors back and stuff. Like, I could see them doing that. And maybe you know, Jodie would be a part of that. And that's where some of this confusion is coming in. Like, you know, maybe she's like in that, but that isn't really her like big exit. Maybe she's like part of that. And that's later in 2022, but that isn't necessarily her leaving. Um, you know, again, I keep on saying on the flip side, the other side of that again is like, if Jodie just left and then was like, oh, hey, I'm back again for a special, that would be so weird. Um, yeah. So I don't know, really. But I think you're right about the 60th in that, I think again, fans assume that will you know it's the 60th of course we will get a multi-doctor special um mm. 
not not only might we not get a multi doctor special, we might not get anything. Like, yeah. it, like you say, it's it doesn't have quite the same um, in the in the general public stepping out of our kind of fan sphere for the moment. I don't think sixtieth has the same um, cachet as as you say the tenth or the twentieth or the fiftieth. Um, yeah. In much the same in much the same way as um, we were actually talking a little bit before we started recording about how you know will jody get a christmas special this is something that is very important now to to doctor who fans like we we were even saying oh it'd be nice if she got a christmas special before she left come on give give her a christmas special i don't think that's as important to the bbc i don't think that's something that that concerns them in much the same, in the same way as it concerns fans fans have have our very um specific set of concerns things mm. like will a doctor get a christmas special and the 60th that's a thing to the bbc they probably have a different set of priorities as is you know only only sort of right and correct and so i think you're right in that potentially the the hundredth anniversary of the bbc is something they're gonna want to celebrate with a great deal of, of fanfare that probably means more internally than doctor who's 60th uh mm. 60th anniversary but you know the the upshot of all that is maybe we'll get some sort of celebration a year earlier. Um, yeah. Which 13 cool. months, 13 months earlier. Yeah. And, you know, then you can sort of say, and that's, and the BBC can be like, and it's also for the 60th, just watch it again. <laughs> it's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing as well with um, this, you know, this rumor of the, we knew, we know for a fact that it's eight episodes, right? We know, we know yeah. that for a fact, you know, uh, down from 10 because of COVID, because it takes long. Technically to down so from 11. Correct with the special. Yeah. Um, so down from eleven to eight. Now this rumor is that it's we're presuming six episodes plus two specials, a six episode series. Uh, if you take kind of we've talked a lot about the specials and how they might fit into things and how they might impact things. What does that actually mean for the series, series thirteen? If we're only getting uh, six episodes, again, let's let's try and look on the bright side. Um, what? you know what can you do with six episodes is there is there stuff you can do with six that you couldn't do with 13 or 12 or 10 um and i think you know you look at those longer series and one of the things that i always thought was hard to hard to get right is the story arc mm. um it, it's you know doctor who pretty much every series more or less possible exception of uh, of series 11 has had a um, you know, kind of light touch story arc from, you know, whatever it is, Bad Wolf, Saxon, Bees disappearing, uh, Missy popping up at the end of at the end of episodes, sort of teasing her her reveal. The timeless um, child. And that Yeah, I, I wasn't gonna bring that one up. Not that I not that I don't like it, but I know it's very controversial. Yeah. Um time but most recently, yes, timeless child. Um and so, and I think that's hard to get right. I think, you know, there's some that work really well, like Sax, uh, no, sorry, Bad Wolf. I think Bad Wolf's like the classic one that people still refer back mm. to. It was just like little light touches throughout the episodes and then it and it paid off at the end. Um, and there's other ones that probably are, are, are less less memorable. Like, I mean, I like, like some like kind of hybrid? <laughs> well, I'd say there's three categories of story arcs. There's the, the sort of the, the ones that worked really well, like uh, that everyone sort of remembers and talks about, like, uh bad wolf and saxon then there's ones that sort of 
you don't they were sort of just unremarkable story arcs like like the bees disappearing in series four and series four is often held up for, for, for you know as many by many people as the best of doctor who's uh modern era but no one really goes oh yeah the series with the bee arc that's not really that's not really a thing well that, i remember um, reading I get... that one about they had a kind of combo didn't they they had the bees they had mentions of the medusa cascade and they had the lost moon of poosh and like disappearing yeah. planets so it was it wasn't yeah. like a phrase in the same way that it was like uh, Bad Wolf, Torchwood, Mr. Saxon. It was like, yeah. here's a few things. And then Billy Piper's and sometimes there. <laughs> exactly. No, yeah, to be fair, the main the main sort of little light touch thing in series four was Rose popping up. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's all that stuff, as you say, about like disappearing bees and the lost moon of Poosh. It's a little less kind of catchy isn't it that mm. arc. and then there are just and then there are just the story arcs that just didn't work flower didn't work like like the hybrid um like some would argue time is time is child not me but some um so anyway the point is what can you do with six episodes that you can't mm. do with a longer series maybe you can do something a bit more a bit more sustained something that doesn't have to be as as light touch i think the light touch approach for a story arc is right because you can't, it's really hard to sustain um yeah, yeah uh, a sort of concentrated uh, story over 13 episodes and make yeah. that work and make it interesting and engaging all the way through that's really really hard so you just kind of you know you drop little story hints here and there but there's, but it's not really the focus for most of the episodes and then you pay it off in the finale whereas with six you could potentially have one you know one story one focus you could e it could even be a kind of a, you know a, a six-parter like like what doctor who used to do there's no mm. reason again if you're trying to make a, a virtue out of the fact that we have fewer episodes i guess that's a possibility yeah well that was kind of the thing i thought is like you know what uh, if this is being forced upon them you know uh, what are they going to do to kind of make a positive out of a negative and i think you're right and i could see them doing something like that like obviously still you know traveling to lots of different places and meeting lots of different mm. you know monsters and characters and stuff like we've seen that just in like shots that have been you know popped online of filming like it looks like they're they go to lots of different times and places but yeah it could be a bit more like you know i always kind of like the episodes where they mention where they've just been or like it's like follows on in some way you know um and i think that you could do that for a whole series if it's six episodes if it was 13 you'd get into the sort of realm of those marvel netflix shows where you just get a bit like weary by the end whereas yeah. um whereas i think with this yeah you could definitely do it i'd be interested to see how they do that like you say it could be like one of the older serials where you kind of would like you know you'd you you would be able to jump around different times and places within that story but like then maybe return to certain locations or you know facing off against like a particular thing or a particular person mm. you know maybe like you know the master's doing something or other and is, is doing stuff in all over the place and rather than rushing around loads in like one episode or a two-part episode you rush around a lot and have like mini adventures, almost more like what um, Big Finish do in some of their uh, stories, you know, where they kind of, um, because, well, partly because Big Finish is audio, so they can kind of just do whatever they want. The stories do often jump around, you know, to planets budget free mm. and to different time periods and just pick people up and then kind of like throw them somewhere else in a way, whereas like the TV show, not always, but often is very much like TARDIS arrives, this is our location for the for this week. Mm. You know, we've all learned a lesson today. Let's leave and go somewhere else. You know, it'd be interesting to see if they went for something different than that. Equally though, like we say, we could just be completely wrong and it might just be his six individual, you know, 50 minute episodes of Doctor Who where they like meet, I don't know, Wellington and he learns <laughs> about the Silurians. 
Yeah, you know, it could, it could be, and that, you know, you know, that actually sounds great. I enjoyed. Yeah, that I actually, you know what, I was like, but, that'd be great. yeah, <laughs> pitch, yeah, pitch, pitch that to big finish. No, but I, I, I think you know, it, it could be um, still just six individual episodes, and that that might be great. But again, if you're thinking about, okay, we've only got six, that's less. Not again, not less than normal, not less than a sort of BBC drama um, tends to have a standard, but less than Doctor Who fans yeah. um, have, have become accustomed to. Um, then you think, okay, how do we frame this in such a way that it's not? This is what I would be thinking anyway. I can't mm. speak you. Know, how do we frame this in such a way that it doesn't seem like a negative? That it doesn't just seem like um, five or four or three or whatever it is. You know, fewer episodes. You go, oh, okay, this is a this is a, an event. This is um, this mm. is a six part a six part TV event. And I think you're right in the um, the idea of having one threat and one foe. And you know. If it's if you've got the budget for six episodes, you can still have the TARDIS uh, you know, zipping across the universe. You can have various different monsters and various different um, locations, but there could be sort of one threat uh, pursuing the Doctor. And I think if they know now, which they presumably would, going into the series thirteen, that Jodie is leaving at the end of it or slightly after the end of it in in one or two specials, um, you could you could really build. You could really build to mm. that, yeah. I think, I guess the you know one of the closest equivalents, sort of, is the David Tennant uh, specials that yeah. year where we had the specials. Because again, it was it, if you take those as as almost a series, you had what three? Uh, so, so was it? you had Planet of the Planet of the Dead, Waters of Mars, and then End of, end time. of time. Part, I guess part it depends. I guess it depends if you include um, the next Doctor. Sure. Okay. Well, let's include the next Doctor for sake of argument. So you, you've then got three stories. Then you know, uh, then this sort of big payoff. If if you look at that as kind of like a shorter, mm. I think especially from sort of Waters of Mars onwards, right? It really feels like it's um, it's connected. It's, or, and actually, even Planet going Planet of the Dead, you've got the kind of the four knocks. Yeah, you? yeah. You that's where that's where that knocks. starts, isn't it? I think that's yeah. the first mention of it. Yeah. So, so that picks up there. Then you've got Waters of Mars with the Time Lord Victorious. Then you've got End of Time and the big payoff. If you could, I think again with a shorter series, you could do something more similar to that, where it really feels like you know the story is kind of picking up pace and accelerating as you get through it. And there's something, whether it be a person or you know some invisible threat, there's something coming for the Doctor, and then it pays off with this big spectacular epic finale and regeneration like that. If you, I think if you framed it like that. You go well. This is great. Again, it's just, it's 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 event TV. It doesn't just feel like you're missing out on well anything really because of the way it's been framed. Definitely, um, I think I think that would be like like you say, making a virtue out of a problem, it, like mm. kind of reframing it like that. And it's one of these things where like you know we like we said we don't know the innermost thoughts of the people making Doctor Who, but you can kind of look at what they do and read interviews and chat to them about it and try and sort of see try and sort of think, you know, how would that be applied to another situation? Not to kind of be armchair psychiatrist, but for example, the whole thing with the fugitive doctor, you know, uh, in Fugitive of the Jadoon, that was very much a kind of like, you know, that was meant to be like a, a misdirect, you know, with the uh, Jadoon being the subject of the episode was actually their kind of a side sideshow. And it's all about this mm. next doctor and people didn't see that coming. And then you sort of think, you know, what other ways of, and then when I interviewed Chris Chibnall about it, he was sort of like, yeah, we came up with the idea of this being another Doctor because we just thought, oh, well, wouldn't that be so interesting, you know, and kind of a new way of doing it. Like, you never introduced a Doctor mid-series. Like, that was, would, you just wouldn't do it, so no one would expect it. So I kind of wonder, you know, that kind of outlook, 
how that could apply to this series. Like you wouldn't expect that you to get this kind of, you know, serialized Doctor Who story. It's something new, it's a bit different, mm. you know. I could see them wanting to do something like that. And equally, you know, with the regeneration, doing it in the way we've talked about would be quite unusual. And the trouble I'd say that Modern Who always has, it's not, it's not a problem it really struggles with, but the constant thing is, how do you keep it fresh? How do you make it you? You know, how mm. do you have the, you know, the whole, oh, companion walks into the TARDIS, it's big on the inside. First time, interesting. Second time, you slightly play it for laughs. Third time, you can be a bit meta. Fourth time, it's like, well, now what do you do? You know, yeah. it's, it's like you kind of have to keep finding new ways of doing it. How many times have now we seen, you know, modern regenerations? How many times have we seen, oh, the Doctor's got a face, X or whatever? Doing it like this could be, you know, a new way of doing it. Like, like maybe there was always some plan to do something a bit like this and COVID has kind of like uh, accentuated it. Or again, we could be completely wrong about all of this and none of this is happening. Um, <laughs> but but I, think it, I think it goes back to what Stephen Moffat used to say about it, where um, he would he was very keen on kind of shaking things up every every series mm. so you know there'd be one series was oh um no two-parters only only one-off yeah, episodes yeah, yeah. and it's every episode's a, a, a new movie it's a blockbuster and then next series it was we're bringing back two-parters and it's that thing and of like every episode is now a two-parter <laughs> yeah every episode is a two-parter but it's but it's clever because you go okay we're we're taking this away and then fans go oh, we want the, 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 the multi-part stories back. We want the cliffhangers. And then they go, ah, now you have it back. You missed it. So again, like you say, how do you do something different with, mm. with Doctor Who? What's left in terms of story structure? Um, it hasn't done, you know, I guess in the modern era at most, and it, it depends on how you look at it, you've had sort of like three-part stories. You know, if you count something mm. like um, Utopia, Sound of Drums, Last of the Time Lords, at a stretch as being a three-part. Or the Monk um, Trilogy. Who could forget the Monk Trilogy? <laughs> uh, me. I, I had, until, <laughs> until you just reminded me of it. But no, no, that's a good, that's a good example. Well, that's an example as well of, like, of the kind of thing we're talking about with the surprising thing, and that that was like a stealth trilogy, which was not... Mm build as such and was definitely promoted in a way to make it seem like there were three entirely unlinked episodes until you actually watch them and then you realize that they all are part of the same mm. story uh, with some slight diminishing returns <laughs> um, but, I, yeah. but i think i think with this they it would benefit them to be more direct about it and say yeah like as part of the marketing is, almost a hundred percent this is a six-part event you kind of want in an ideal world right you want doctor who to be talked about as much as say line of duty was you want to you want to yeah. bill it as like a, appointment to view television and you want to go look at the end of this at, well at, you know we're building at least to jodie whittaker's exit you don't want to miss a single second it's this six-part event series um you know beware of spoilers like you, you kind of want it to have that kind of momentum and, and excitement around it so Again, making a virtue out of the fact we only have possibly six episodes in a series, I think that's the way to do it: is to bill it as as a as a six part, you know, TV spectacular. Well, we should say, you know, um, the, a good example of this from the past universe is Torchwood series three, which was, you know, going to be a full series of thirteen, which is what they were doing at the time. Got cut back, and then they end up making a five episode thing, run over uh, consecutive nights, which this wouldn't necessarily be. I don't think it would be, but it was serialized which Torchwood wasn't very it was you know much more like Doctor Who and they made a very serialized five-part story that just moves from point to point to point to point and that was pretty much a very similar situation they had a reduced episode count they thought let's do something with that um so it's not you know this isn't entirely out of nowhere our thoughts on this like you know some of this is like this is a thing that people making tv have done before and specifically making Doctor Who 
and Doctor Who accoutrement had done before. <laughs> yeah, no, and and that's that's held up, right? Children of Verse mm. being pretty much by most people as being the pinnacle of Torchwood. So not only has it been done before, but it can work very well. That was the show at its. I, it's, I would argue it's best, but also mm. it's most prominent, that kind of BBC One stripped across the week. Again, yeah. event TV. It felt like event TV. And I, I certainly think, you know, it, it wouldn't hurt Doctor Who, at the very least, to be billed once more as this isn't just, you know, your old favourite back again. It's like, this is event TV. you got to tune in for all six. This is the stuff. Imagine if they did run it over, like, six nights. Imagine, that would be crazy. It'd just be one only glory. <laughs> the only, I, you know, when I, again, when I was thinking about six episodes, I was like, what could they do differently? I get, they've shifted it from Saturdays to Sundays. They're not adverse to airing on different days. Could you strip it across a week? My only thing with that is... Do you want to put all that work into... And I get, I get, I know this applies to anything you strip, but with Doctor Who in particular, when it's probably so hard to have to have made it this year, and it's this big sci-fi effects-laden spectacular, do you want to just blow it all in a week? Like it feels like yeah. you want to make you want to make the most of it. Although, although if I guess if um, they were to air all of series thirteen in a week, you could it would then explain why you would have another special later later in the year yeah. and then another special in 2022 it could make it maybe account for those two specials so i would say rule nothing out yeah i mean just think of you know the whole i play a box set thing it would definitely work for that you know where they love yeah. box setting stuff they could not quite box set doctor who but you could have it box set within the week could be i what well, i remember i remember some you know stephen moffat was asked about that you know could doctor who ever go the i player box mm. set route and he of course, this was when he was showrunner, but he said no because he thought it would negatively impact the impact of Doctor Who, mm. that it would lose some of that some of that water cooler effect. Um, but you know, arguably, would it have an would it just have a a bigger impact or the same impact, but in a different way? Um, that's the whole argument around boxing, isn't it? Yes, okay, you lose some of that week to week, but you make a big splash all at once. And um, so again, maybe it's something for for Doctor Who to explore. Could be. Um, but what do you think, people listening at home, if indeed you still are, I mean listening, or at home, you could be outside enjoying the sunshine, who knows? Um, assuming you're in the UK, you, you may be listening from somewhere else, um, but it may also be sunny there. See, I would like to cover all the bases. Uh, as you may have noticed in this podcast where we've talked about a lot of different things, um, but do you think that these rumours are correct? Do you think Jodie Whittaker is leaving after specials? Do you think the BBC should, uh, you know, do a 60th anniversary special? Should they do something for centenary? And what are your thoughts on, you know, a serialised six-part stories? A serialised six-part story. Could you see it stripped across consecutive nights? Do you want the Doctor kind of put through the ring in that way? Or... Are you more a fan of the kind of, I say traditional, but, you know, relatively modern, traditional, week-to-week, longer series? Uh, let us know in the comments, as ever. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Um, and you can tweet us at Radio Times and things like that. Uh, and you can find previous editions of this podcast on Acast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and on YouTube, which is probably where a lot of you are listening to it. Uh, we'll be back next week uh, with, unless there's any big breaking news, a review of Doctor Who Time Fracture, uh, which I'm going to this week. So, yeah, we'll let you know if that's any good. And, you know, whether there's a clip of Jodie Whittaker laying out and explaining the entire structure of Series 13, which, you know, you never know. I, you can never rule anything out. Uh, until then, I've been Hugh. I've been Morgan. Uh, and you may or may not agree 
that this entire episode could also have been stripped back and serialized more carefully. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening and goodbye. <laughs>